Hey friends, Alyssa here, back for another episode of the Nurtured Mom Show podcast. So in today's episode, I'm going to help you simplify your holiday season using my eight principles for simplifying. These tips are totally going to help you minimize overwhelm and burnout this holiday season. Let's go. Mamas, are you tired of feeling like you're surviving in motherhood instead of thriving? Does motherhood feel like a never-ending cycle of responsibilities, to-dos, and overwhelm? Do you feel disconnected from the things that really matter to you? Society tells us that being a mom means always giving and sacrificing, putting ourselves last, and feeling exhausted, overwhelmed, burnt out, stressed out, and defeated. Because that's kind of what mom life is. I want to help you change that. Let's start making you a priority. Let's get your life aligned with your values. Let's make your time work for you instead of against you. Let's get you more time in your day for the things that bring you joy, for alone time, for a motherhood unburdened by the mental load of doing all the things. Because your worth and value is not attached to how much you do. Let's start living our days with more meaning and less overwhelm. Let's stop listening to what everyone tells us a good mother should do and start being the good moms we already are. Because you, my friend, deserve a life that feels whole and thriving. And I am here to support and encourage you along the way. Each week, we'll dive into conversations about how to get you more time, less overwhelm, and living your life pouring from a full cup. I'm Alyssa Lindquist, and this is the Nurtured Mom Show podcast. Hey, friends. So today, I really wanted to chat with you about my eight principles for simplifying because I think they can be really helpful during the holidays. You know, it's a wicked busy time of year, and I think the more that we can simplify, the better. Because, you know, the more we simplify, the more that overwhelm is going to dissipate. And, you know, it's not about just being minimal, right? Simplifying isn't necessarily minimalism, although it can be if that makes sense for you. But it's more so just about taking the pain points in your holiday season and finding ways to make them less of a burden and less overwhelming. So the first principle I'm going to speak to is streamlining. So when you're looking at your holidays, where can you save steps? So for example, maybe it's that you couple traditions into one day or one event. So maybe you you have a tradition of going to see Santa and you also have a tradition of picking out Christmas ornaments. So maybe you find a place where you can go see Santa and also pick out your Christmas ornaments and do it all in one trip. Another way that you can streamline during the holidays is with holiday cards. So instead of handwriting out the addresses of each recipient each year, because that's time consuming, right? I would suggest going on avery.com. They have free templates for labels. And what you can do is you can type in each person's address into that template and then save it, and you can use it year to year and just update it when addresses change. But then it's all, it's all printed out on a template that 
coincides with the Avery labels. And then you can just have them printed either through your computer or at like Staples or something. And then all you have to do is peel the label off and put it on your holiday card. It saves a lot of time. The first year, it's a little bit of work because you have to type in each address into the labels, but then you have it year to year. So that is definitely one way to um, streamline. So another way that you can streamline around the holidays is with gift wrapping. So maybe instead of using wrapping paper, you use gift bags instead. This is going to save you a ton of time. And maybe if you don't feel completely comfortable switching to full gift bags, you perhaps like wrap half your gifts and then use gift bags for the other half. But this is definitely a way to save you time with your gift wrapping. So speaking of gifts, um, another way to streamline around the holidays is to minimize the number of gifts you have to buy. So perhaps you do a secret Santa gift exchange or a white elephant gift exchange with all the adults. And this is, you know, less, less gifts to buy and less money to spend. So if you're unfamiliar with a Secret Santa gift exchange, everyone picks a name. You don't say who you have and you buy for that one person for that year. And you can set like a, like a budget for it. Maybe it's like 50 bucks or a hundred bucks or whatever. And that's the one person that you buy for, for the season. Or perhaps you do a white elephant gift exchange where everybody buys one gift wrapped and it goes into a pile, like maybe sit like on a coffee table around everybody and everyone draws a number out of a hat and then you if you pick number one you go and you pick a gift and you go down the line in the numbers and everyone gets a gift that way and then the first person can also pick again um, at the end but the idea here is less gifts to buy and less money to spend and this is going to streamline the holidays majorly for you now, let's say you are hosting a holiday dinner this holiday season. So one way to streamline in that regard is perhaps instead of planning a dinner where you're going to be in the kitchen for a majority of the party or a lot of time leading up to the party, perhaps you think about using like a crock pot meal instead. So then you're not spending so much of your time in the kitchen and you can focus on other things. Um, and you know, another way to streamline in this regard is perhaps to simplify cleanup at the end of the night. Maybe you have like a whole bunch of people coming over and you just don't want to be standing at the kitchen sink, cleaning a whole bunch of plates and cups and stuff. Perhaps you opt for disposable plates, napkins, and cups. I know that's not super eco-friendly. But sometimes you got to let that stuff go, right? Like the true method, like let it go if it's really going to help you. You know, like at the end of the night after you've had like a wonderful time with family and you're exhausted, probably the last thing you want to do is be to stand at the kitchen sink cleaning a whole bunch of dishes. So allow yourself to let that go and just use disposable plates, napkins, and cups. So now let's move on to my next principle. So that's creating systems. Now these are ways of doing something that is done repetitively or a way of organizing a task in your home. So now that we've talked about streamlining, I wanna move on to my second and third principles of simplifying. So this is systems and organization. Now systems are ways of doing something 
in a repetitive way or a way of organizing a task in your home. So you can see how organization can kind of couple with this. Often organization and systems kind of go hand in hand. And when you're thinking about organization, you want it to be, make sure everything is functional, that it has a place where you use it and it's serving a purpose. So this purpose may be to serve the system that you've created. So with the holidays, there are a few ways that you can use systems and organization to simplify. So, okay, a system that you can have around the holiday is to have some sort of note going in your phone with gift ideas. That way, you, when you're ready to buy or ready to look, you have reference to some ideas that you've possibly thought of over time. This is also a bit of like planning ahead, which we will get, get to in another principle. But for this purpose, the system here is a note in your phone that you can refer to for gift ideas. And similar in that regard, you can also create a reminder in your phone for remembering Elf on the Shelf, if you guys are doing that. So all you have to do is set a reminder at a certain time of night, preferably probably like a decent amount of time after your kids are sure to be asleep because you don't want to be like moving the elf and the kids are coming out of their room. Uh, we usually, our kids go to bed at eight. So we set ours for nine. That's usually a pretty solid bet that they're both asleep. And by setting that reminder on my phone, I don't forget. And then also in that regard, like with organization and a system, I also store all the elf supplies that I need in a top cabinet in my kitchen where the kids can't reach it, but I have easy access to it at night after they go to bed. Because the last thing I want to be doing when I'm trying to move the elf, if he's doing something fun or fancy or he's bringing some sort of little gift or something, I don't want to be like looking around for it everywhere. I want it all in one place. So this is definitely a system that will help you and serve you if you're doing Elf on the Shelf. And one that's really big for the holidays is a system for like storing your gifts. So a suggestion I have here for a system is to store gifts in storage bins uh, by person or and or by location. So for instance, like I have a clear storage bin for each of my kids. And then I also have like a clear storage bin for stocking stuffers. I have a clear storage bin for together gifts. But then I also have like a clear storage bin for like the gifts that are going to my sister's kids. And then I have a clear storage bin for the gifts that are going to my kids' teachers. Everything is organized by who it's for and where it's going, if that makes sense. So this is a great system to have in the sense that it really helps you, um, one, have a visual of what you've purchased. And then two, it makes finding the gifts you need at a certain time really simple. So maybe, maybe you need to have your sister's kids' gifts ready by December 15th because that's when you're going to see them. All you have to do is just grab that bin when you're ready to wrap it. It makes it really simple to wrap as you go too. Uh, this is definitely going to save lots and lots of time. So also in regards to gifts, I think creating a system and a plan and an organization around the gifts that you've purchased is super, super helpful too. So 
you can use a list that keeps track of what item was bought for who, where it's from, what the cost was, uh, what date it's supposed to arrive if it's an online order, also where it's going, whether or not you've wrapped it, whether or not you are going to wrap it in a bag, in wrapping paper, in a box, it's going to go in like a gift card holder, whatever, whatever may be. Uh, that having all that down on a piece of paper is super, super helpful. And that's something that I have created in your joyful holiday guide. Uh, if you would like that guide, I will link it in the show notes, but it it's definitely going to help minimize that mental overwhelm because it's all there visually on a piece of paper for you. So you don't have to try to remember everything in your head. This is, this is definitely going to be a, a game changer with your, your gifting this year. And here's another little tidbit for wrapping. So I have two actually, and these are good systems or organization to have around wrapping. So maybe you have a little one that loves to dig into gifts that aren't theirs, or maybe you have a whole bunch of gifts underneath the tree and you don't know whose is whose and you're constantly having to like look around for the label. Give everyone in your family a different color or pattern wrapping paper so everyone knows whose is whose. And then also something that I started doing with my kids, because what I was finding was that there were certain gifts that I wanted my kids to open at the same time. You know, like as you're passing out gifts, like, okay, here's your next one. Here's your next one. There's definitely some gifts that I want them to open at the same time. I don't want one of my kids to open her American Girl doll like five gifts before her sister does. Does that make sense? So one thing that I do is I put a small number on the name tag of both the gifts. So you know which two gifts should be open together. So let's say my kids are both getting American Girl dolls for Christmas and I want them to open them at the same time. I may put my older daughter's name and then the number one, and then I'll put on my younger daughter's gift, her name and the number one. So then when I look at those labels, I know that I want them to open those together. And a little side note, it's helpful that when you're putting these gifts underneath the tree, you put those numbers together. That way they're easy to find. You're not digging around for the other number one. Does that make sense? So put the number ones on the label and then put those gifts together underneath the tree. So then when you go to grab those gifts, they're both right there for you. You can hand them to the kids and you're ready to go. So now that we've talked about systems and organization, let's move on to the fourth principle of simplifying, which is plan ahead. So with this, I want you to ask yourself, what can I do ahead of time to save time. So for example, can you map out what your elf is going to do every day before December even begins? That is a way of planning ahead. And with this too, once you've decided what those ideas are, you can gather all of the supplies in one place as well. So it's all ready to go for you. So a little trick I have about gifts is figure out which gifts you want to get people early. And then what you can do is you can add them to your cart online and check back periodically to see when they go on sale and then purchase them then. That way it's all there for you. 
And you can even add the same item to different carts for different stores if that's helpful. So you can price compare. But that's a way of planning ahead so that they're all ready to go for you when those items go on sale. Now, you can also plan ahead with your holiday cards by doing them in November before things get too busy. So at this point in the season, if you're trying to get them done in November, it's probably too late to schedule a photo shoot. So maybe perhaps you just use some photos throughout your year and create a holiday card from that rather than professional photos. And if you order them uh, sometime in the next week or so, you can have those ready to go uh, right after Thanksgiving. So one thing that I include in your joyful holiday is a timeline for getting your holiday cards done. So if you order those holiday cards in the next week or so, those cards come in, let's say, worst case scenario, two weeks. That puts you at the week of Thanksgiving. And you can prepare and get your address labels and stamps and all of that done in those two weeks while you're waiting for it to process. And then the weekend of Thanksgiving, you can spend a few hours one evening or throughout a few days uh, putting the labels and stamps on those. Maybe even do a little date night with your, your significant other while you label and stamp them. If that's something you want to do. I'll talk about that a little bit actually in delegating. But for this situation, planning ahead, you can get those all done and out in the mail by the Monday after Thanksgiving. So then they're off your plate when all the other things start to pick up. And if you're really feeling up to it, planning ahead for the holiday season for meals as well. Because often in December, there's a lot of activities that happen in the evening. So perhaps you don't have as much time to cook dinner as you normally would. So you could consider maker, maker, <laughs> making freezer meals ahead of time, ahead of December, so that you can pull them out for a quick dinner during this busy season. So another two simplifying principles that I think apply really well to the holiday season when trying to simplify is this concept of deciding once or creating routines around the holidays. So this is, you know, two sort of principles in one. Um, and the idea here is, is there anything that you could do or decide once about that, and this will eliminate the decision fatigue. So for instance, an example of how you would apply this is perhaps watching holiday movies is a priority for you this holiday season but it's a matter of finding the time for it and constantly having make decisions about when you're going to fit in time to watch movies. Perhaps instead you just decide once and you designate Sunday nights as family movie watching night. So another area that you can apply this deciding once principle to is around Elf on the Shelf. So instead of every year having to make decisions for every single day that your elf comes about what your elf is going to do or provide or whatever. You just designate certain traditions that happen every year and then you don't have to think about it, right? So for instance, in my house, uh, our elf arrives with a elf welcome breakfast. And it's like a little special. I might have some streamers or a fun tablecloth and, you know, like holiday PJs. And that's, that happens every year the first day our elf comes. 
And then we also do something called a Christmas Eve box. So on Christmas Eve, our elf brings a box, a gift with more PJs inside, some popcorn and a new stuffed animal to celebrate the holiday. And I don't have to think that through every year. I can just decide once that that is what our elf is going to do. And this is great because it really helps minimize that um, mental overwhelm that we can feel sometimes, especially around Elf on the Shelf. I think a lot of people get turned off to Elf on the Shelf for that reason, because it just seems like too much to handle. But the more that you can just decide once what your elf's going to do, the less burdensome it is. And, you know, another area that we could decide once about with the holidays is with teacher gifts. So instead of trying to figure out what your kids' teachers are going to want every year, perhaps you just decide once that every year you buy them a gift card and your kids write them a handwritten note. Maybe that's something you decide and decide, and then it's off your plate. All you have to do is get the gift cards and have your kids write a note rather than thinking through and trying to find the perfect gift. And honestly, quite honestly, a lot of teachers prefer the gift card. So you can let go of any, like, expectations you have for that and just decide to buy them a gift card and that will definitely definitely take some of that um, overwhelm off your plate. And some other areas that you can apply this concept of deciding once um, is maybe you just decide every year on Christmas morning the breakfast is cinnamon rolls, eggs, and bacon. You just do that every year. Or maybe you make a point to read Christmas books at bedtime every night. Or maybe you decide once that Christmas Eve is spent with extended family and Christmas Day is spent at home. There's lots of scenarios where you can just like make a decision that's final and that's just what you do. And it's totally going to minimize the burnout that comes from decision fatigue, from constantly having to make decisions. Okay, now let's speak to the simplifying principle of delegating. So with this, what you want to ask yourself is what could you allow someone else to do? Or like what expectations and rules could you put in place to take some of the burden off your shoulders? So delegating can literally be like passing a task off to another person. And it could also mean like sort of establishing expectations and rules within your house or whatever the situation may be that takes some of the burden off your shoulders. So perhaps an example of this would be letting someone else host Christmas Eve this year instead of you. Or it's that your kids write handwritten notes to their teachers instead of you going and buying notes or what have you. Another way you could delegate at the holiday season is with holiday cards. So holiday cards can be a bit time consuming, right? So maybe you have your partner help with the holiday cards. So you have the labels printed, the stamps all already, uh, you know, you have all the cards and maybe what you do is you delegate some of it to your, your partner and you make it a date night, like grab some wine, watch a holiday movie and just like get that done one night. Um, that would definitely like save you a ton of time, at least half the time it takes to, uh, do holiday cards. So you can also use delegating when it comes to hosting and providing meals at Christmas time. So maybe you're feeling a bit overwhelmed about hosting uh, because you don't 
you don't know how you're going to feed all the people or it's just like a big task, right? So maybe instead you do a potluck style meal instead of you cooking everything. Or maybe you delegate and use a local restaurant for getting your sides and desserts for a holiday party instead of cooking it all. You know, those, those are definitely ways to delegate a bit when it comes to um, cooking at the holidays. And, you know, like another way to do that is um, rather than in buying ingredients and cooking, like making a pie crust from scratch, maybe you delegate it to the store and buy a pre-made crust uh, for easy baking. You can also um, delegate when it comes to decorating for Christmas, right? Like maybe it's a, you delegate by dividing and conquering, like having the tall handy spouse be in charge of like Christmas lights and doing the outside while you conquer the inside. Uh, Another way to delegate at the holidays is perhaps asking small businesses that you shop at if they'll do gift wrap, right? Like if you're shopping locally for gifts this year, you you can ask the store if they would gift wrap it for you. And then that would save you the time of having to wrap. And then last but not least is my true method as a simplifying principle. So if you remember what true stands for, it means T, take stock of your needs, energy, and desires. R, realign with your values. U, unburden yourself from what doesn't matter. And E, eliminate the mental noise. So basically the idea here is, is do more of what matters to you and ditch the rest. In order to make time for the things that matter to us, in order to have a holiday that feels joyful and not overwhelming and feeling energized and not burnt out, we have to follow this principle. It's the only way it's going to happen, right? So for instance, maybe you're stressed about holiday cards, but still want to connect. Maybe you let go of doing holiday cards this year and you send a nice email instead, or you don't do anything. Let that go. Perhaps cooking all the things has you feeling crazy. Maybe instead you support local business and order from there, order takeout. Maybe it's that you're looking to have a more minimalized holiday without all the stuff. Let loved ones know that contributions towards memberships or activities are a great way to show their love as as gifts for the, the grandbabies. Or maybe it's the exact opposite. Maybe you love being extra during holidays. Don't let let anyone dull your sparkle. Buy all the gifts, do all the things, channel your inner Clarky G, and have fun. Maybe it's that you're worried about being too busy. Allow yourself the space to say no to the things that don't matter. Decide that you are limiting activities to one event a weekend if you want to. Allow yourself the grace to say no so you can prioritize what does matter to you. And, you know, perhaps you have little ones at home and it feels like too much to travel. 
ask your family if they would consider coming to you this year instead to save you the burden and the hassle of traveling with little guys. The point here is, is that by letting go of what's not serving you, you open yourself up to what does. It allows you to make what matters to you a priority because all this other stuff isn't an issue anymore. And a big part of this is like the mental stuff, right? Like the thoughts. Don't beat yourself up. Give yourself some grace. Allow yourself to feel what you want to feel. Be true to you. And don't do things just because you feel like you should. Do them because you want to. So there it is, friends, all of my quick ideas for simplifying this holiday. And just as a brief rundown, the principles that we spoke to in this episode are streamlining. So when you're looking at your holidays, where can you save steps? Systems. So these are in like organization. So these are ways of doing something that is done repetitively or a way of organizing a task in your home. Okay, so like a system for keeping track of gift purchases, for example. And we also spoke about the principle of planning ahead. So it's like asking yourself, what can I do ahead of time to save me time? So an example of this may be mapping out what your elf is doing every day before December even happens. And then we spoke to the principles of deciding once or creating routines. So in this situation, those principles are kind of together because it's like a routine year after year and you decide once about it, right? So an example of this would be deciding that every year that the elf is going to bring a welcome breakfast on their first day back. And then we spoke to delegating. So delegating can be literally passing off a task to someone else or establishing some like ground rules, expectations that you put into place to take some of the burden off your shoulders. So an example of this would be like having the kids write notes to their teachers instead of you having to go purchase cards. And then last but not least, we spoke to the true method of simplifying. So really prioritizing what matters and letting go of the rest, eliminating that mental noise. Okay. So all of this is a part of my new program called your joyful holiday. And it's a way to help you get prepared for the holiday season ahead. We map out a plan for November, December, we get everything on the calendar, including things like when you're going to shop, wrap, cook, etc weekly and daily calendars too. So you can really hone in on what you're doing weekly and what you're doing daily. So you get it all done ahead of the holiday season. And we've also um, mapped out a sample timeline for getting those things done. So it's like all the little details of like when to do different things for the holiday cards, when to do different things for gift gifting. So like the wrapping, the buying, all of it. And the goal with this program is to get it all done 
the week before Christmas. So the week of Christmas, all of the gifting, wrapping, all of that is done. If that if that's what you want. Uh, you don't uh, by any means have to follow that if it doesn't make sense for you, if it's not what matters to you. But we have it there if that's what you do want. And we also have helpful guides to keep track of the gifting. So for who, from where, how much, and like tracking holiday deals, tracking the cost of things, and then also like tracking online orders. So like when you purchase something, when it's supposed to get there by, when you receive it, etc. And we also include things like how to keep your gifts stored and organized pre-holiday to save you time and to simplify and um, where these gifts are going and when to ship them, all of that kind of stuff. And then we've also got you covered for planning events, traditions, and activities, all with supply lists, event overviews with important information, elf on the shelf with ideas and printable elf notes, party plans like guest list, vendors, menus. We've got an or organized guide for decorating, for organizing, for meal planning, for traveling, for project planning. We've got it all. There's even more than just that. And all of this starts by getting clear on what you want this holiday. So we also include that as part of our program too. So the goals with this program are to eliminate mental overwhelm, get you a plan with all the details, all the minute details are all planned out for you so you can stay on top of it. It's going to keep you organized and prepared and help you get back to the things you enjoy most about the holiday season. So if you would like more information, head to alyssalinquist.com and we will get you all situated with our program. Thanks, ladies. Until next week. Thank you so much for listening in today. And just in case you didn't know, we have a private Facebook group dedicated to furthering the conversations we have on the podcast. Our Facebook group will help you apply what we talk about in the show each week. Plus, it's a wonderful community of wonderful moms supporting and encouraging each other on this journey of motherhood. I would be so thrilled if you joined us in this movement towards a more nurtured motherhood. To join us, just go to alyssalinquist.com slash Facebook. Thanks for tuning in, Mama. See you next week.